Welcome to the Switch Clicks Podcast, episode 74, recorded on March 8th, 2022. In this episode, we'll be discussing our impressions over the first few hours of Elden Ring. My name is Dakota, and today I'm joined by Tyler. Hello. And Kaiser. Well, 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 this will be an interesting podcast. <laughs> so yeah, um, we've just got uh, Elden Ring a few days ago. Um, it's my first time playing any game from From Software. Um, and I know it's Tyler's first, I believe, Dark Souls game, right? Yes, first Dark Souls game. Yeah, and uh, Kaiser is the kind of the expert in this field. He's played many, I believe, all three Souls games, probably Bloodborne, and there's another one, Demon Souls, probably. I'll have a PS5. I have. I'm, here's the thing: I did play the PS3 version of Demon Souls. I haven't finished Sekiro yet, but like, yeah, big Soulsborne fan here. I love like action rpgs dying yeah <laughs> so he'll be filling in any missing information that we can't describe well on our own yeah the local masochist hey hey i play fire games <laughs> what are your main first impressions tyler in the okay, first few hours so i booted up the game expecting to die i met i saw this big boss right at the beginning and did die and was like oh can't wait to retry that and then it just puts me into the like baby mode tutorial and I felt a little disappointed with that. And then I realized the game hadn't finished downloading, so I had to wait the rest of the day before I could actually uh, actually yeah, get to the game. So that's my first impressions. Thank you for listening. The end. <laughs> <laughs> and the pot, no. Um, when I actually was able to start playing the game, I liked it a lot more than I was expecting. I initially got the game because I just heard a lot of praise for it and went, you know what? Why not? Not really expecting it to be... Like, I expected it to be good, but not something that would really tickle my fancy that much. But I don't know, just something about it in general. It's just kind of, you never feel, it, it almost feels like anytime you do something wrong or bad, you feel like everyone has to be going through this experience. So you don't feel bad for messing up, which is kind of <laughs> like a nice, uh, nice feeling, I think. And then I proceeded to mess up a lot and die a lot, and I have not got past the first boss or beat any big, what are they, great enemy Feld? That's what this is? Well, I don't remember. Yeah, anyway, I haven't defeated any big enemy that had like a health bar at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, the game definitely felt like it, it was um, uh, hard, but totally beatable so far. <laughs> like I've seen I've seen multiple streamers try to beat that first uh, horse gold guy at the at the beginning uh, just with nothing and I don't know if I would go through that torture honestly cuz I I tried to beat him at first and I'm like okay well I've seen you a thousand times in videos I'm just going to skip you and I realized <laughs> I could skip him and just run around the entire world um for reference I played the game for about 7 hours straight today I just bought it <laughs> um <laughs> And I'm I'm actually thoroughly addicted to the point like it's almost the same Breath of the Wild feeling I had, where I was addicted oh, and wow. I didn't want to stop playing. Compare, um, compare it to Breath of the Wild. The wild combat is much is. different, but you know <laughs> Breath of the Wild is the is is the top tier game in terms of adventure and in combat for me. So that's a good ah, comparison. Mm -hmm. That's a fortunate comparison. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it being my first, you know, Souls-like, whatever you call it nowadays, from software game, um, it, I, I was expecting it to be, like, stupid hard, I wasn't going to be able to learn anything, 
I was kind of expecting the controls to be a little bit clunky at first, um, only because when I play those kinds of games on PlayStation, the controls for third-person games are always clunky to me. Something is wrong um, every time. Um, but I ended up just changing some of the controls, and it just feels a lot better in my hands now. And I've gotten to learn the controls over seven hours. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Okay, seven hours to learn? Oh, well, <laughs> probably less than that, but <laughs> I haven't even mastered like dodge rolling and stuff. I just mash it, and it sometimes works, or I die. It's <laughs> yeah. Uh, a key thing to note is like if you're like wandu rolling, just pay attention to like how to like your equip load, right? I mean, it's just a general thing, but you don't want to get those fat rolls, all right? And one main thing you need to know: rolls are stupid powerful in every Soulsborne game. So much in more, it's like crazy. I have kind of noticed that where there's like a big monster that jumps up and uneasily lands, makes like a massive shockwave. But if you roll, you can roll right through like dragon fire and take no damage. Yeah, realism. <laughs> and um, and Kaiser, did you mention there's like multiple types of rolls? Because I have noticed yeah. that sometimes I roll a long way and then sometimes I just fat roll and don't even go anywhere. I thought it was something to do with the heaviness of my armor, but it wasn't. That's, it? That, here's the thing, it depends on like, yeah, it also depends on like how much weight you carry. Because like, your characters have different equip loads, right? Lighter, you get a better roll. Fatter, yeah, fat rolls. As annoying as the fat rolls are, they're still pretty good. Yeah, they can at least dodge. It's not like I'm just sitting there just spinning. <laughs> I actually still need to learn to parry. I think if I'm able, if I learn to parry, I can probably beat that first boss. <laughs> yeah, I haven't figured out parrying. I haven't figured out uh, um, like even blocking with my dual, uh, my dual swords. <laughs> mm, so, honestly, yeah. honestly, just take your time. Like, like any like Soulsborne game. It's definitely difficult the first few hours, but once you like start getting the hang of like, and you don't need to be like like a pro really. You just need to get the hang of some stuff. You'll still die, of course, but that's just the experience. Like the games, the the general uh, philosophy on any of the Soulsborne games is that they are fair. You die. But it's fair. You have everything at your fingertips, really. They give you everything to, to succeed. Like, look at you how you like, cheated when you die. You're just like, oh, that was my bad. Yeah, like, like even though there might be enemies who like gang up on you, that would be your fault. But not, not, I'm not even. I'm actually serious. Like, like mm-hmm. being able, to, like, actually just picking them off one by one is like super important. Not to mention like how you uh pick them off really too one of my favorite sequences is actually like uh during bloodboard where it's like you're just traveling through the city and you see all these guys like and like obviously you have like your weapons you have your gun uh, but like you don't want to just charge it you'll just fucking you'll just you, you'll you'll just die period and you just mm-hmm. gotta be ready to like use your defense really like despite the fact that like a lot of the stuff is like a lot of offense like you see all these cool weapons and stuff you're actually going to be on the defensive for the most part like no matter what 
you know the drill, click that subscribe or that follow button, and don't forget to check out our other content on our YouTube channel, like our Play It By Tier reviews. Anyways, back to the episode. Uh-huh, I, I don't think I've ever actually, like, I don't watch any reviews of Soulsborne games, but I do find it interesting that I find health bars in those games to be almost addictive, especially when they're like big health bars across the bottom, because oh, yeah. you may only do like you may be dying over and over again and you can't get past like the first quarter of the health bar. But the health bar is so big that you feel like you've made sub- such substantial progress when you get it, even like less than a quarter of the way through. You're like, look at all that damage I did to this giant dragon. But <laughs> yeah. in reality, you haven't really done much. But it, it just kind of it makes you feel like, oh, yeah, I can do this. I just need to learn to dodge a couple attacks and it should be I should have this in the bag. Yeah, like this game, like the games are mostly trial and error. Like, oh, I didn't pay attention to this attack. I should get I should be ready to see it. And here's the thing, like a lot of enemies, even bosses, like how the like a lot of their attacks are just like telegraphed. Greatly. I do find it a little frustrating when a big enemy um this is obviously my bad but he like raises his sword up for what feels like an unnatural long amount of time before he swings it back down and I always mess up the timing on that. Yeah. I found that too. Brought, should have brought your sword down by now. Come on. And then he follows it up with like a three frame attack. Like obviously you learn to dodge all that but it's just kind of it's Yeah. It feels it's not as repetitive like their attack patterns aren't as repetitive so i haven't been able to at least at the moment really find the pattern i haven't entered the matrix yet which i feel like once once you do that most that bosses it's a matter of time before you win Yeah, yeah i found the combat actually very satisfying um in its somewhat glitchiness arcadey kind of way because like sometimes you can dodge roll into the into the boss and you'll just fly onto the other side of the boss, <laughs> which is kind of funny. But also you can use that to your advantage at some points. Um, um, I had an example that Kaiser kind of mentioned, like, oh, okay, yeah, you can take on multiple enemies however you want. Um, you can go in stealthily. You can you can take them all at once, but your chances of living are very low. Um, one actually good example is at the beginning of Elden Ring, once you get past the golden guy, um, you don't even have to fight him. You just go a little bit farther ahead and you got a camp of, I guess, just regular soldiers, or you go left and you fight a giant. So, and, uh, every time I tried to fight the giant, the soldier guys got in the way. So what I did is I baited the giant all the way over to an open field and then killed him. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, just a quick question. You said before that you're using that you're uh you're using a a dual wielding kind of build. I I didn't know I don't actually know does that make you attack faster? What what's the point of having two swords? <laughs> I had it for a little bit and I don't really notice it. Yeah, so the thing of like dual wielding in Soulsborne, it's more so like how it kinda of changes how you attack too, because like you know, you can obviously use your shield for like parrying, and you can actually do pretty good damage after a parry, but that really depends on how you spec your weapons. And but the thing with like dual wielding is that you have like more chances to attack, but it's more so like how you use your stamina. Because like yeah. if you're dual wielding, you're just you're more focused on your offense. Like you all push that, 
but you still have to make room for defense, right? Yeah, my experience with my like dual wielding build, I always like like speedy characters that can that have a lot of health that can just like maybe just dash around a character a bunch. Uh, AKA like Tracer or or uh, Scout uh, from TF2. A lot of health. I love those a lot characters. Of health. A lot of <laughs> well, health. Not, not a lot, a lot of, of health, health, but you know, <laughs> I can get back into battle pretty quickly. Um, and yeah, I haven't figured out again. I haven't figured out pairing or like uh, blocking with my swords. So I'm really just honestly, dodging around honestly, praying that they don't hit me. Yeah, I'm, I'm not doing super well. Like You've beat the first boss, like the first real boss. I have not. My main strategy was, well, to grab the little sorcerer guy at the beginning, obviously, because I need all the help <laughs> I could get. Yeah. But um, then I'll just like summon minions. I, exactly then I, because I, I chose the prisoner, you start off with a magic wand as well as a shield. So I would just spend all my mana on the magic wand and then drink like a magic potion or whatever, switch back to the yeah, shield, and then attack till I'm at low health, run away, and rinse and repeat until hopefully I win, and then I inevitably die. The furthest, the furthest I've gotten is half health. Hmm. So how is like the magic in the game? Because I, I kind of wanted to... It's kind of overpowered. <laughs> the big horse guy at the beginning, he can deflect magic, which kind of sucks, but anything else that can't, if you can just like... um. The wand I have right now, it's you when you use a spell, it kind of lingers in the air for a while before you um, and before it fires. So before any enemy really notices you've hit them, you can like rack up like six different projectiles they're about to fly at them. And it like it does like double the damage of my sword normally. like it for whatever reason, it does a lot of damage. and you just chunk the first chunk of their health, but then, you run out of mana, and then I inevitably die to the weapon, to the guy, because I haven't learned to dodge his attacks yet. <laughs> yeah, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but like I, I watched some smaller videos about Elden Ring just beforehand, just to get a handle of what the mechanics are. And I decided not to go with magic, although I would love to go with magic, only because it looked like just a secondary item that I would have to switch to, use, and then go back to my sword. Um, I... You can hold it in your offhand, so you can switch it to like you can have a sword in one hand and a wand in the other. You don't have to, you don't have to commit entirely to magic. You can just yeah, because I was considering just using that, but I just went with the swords. I can't figure out how to learn any of them. I do think it's kind of cool that I feel like I must be. I'm probably building my character all wrong, but I don't think the game's going to be punishing enough to where it really affects it. So you can. If if I'm just theorizing here, if the game goes a direction where you can beat it with just kind of doing whatever and forging your own path, but it becomes easier as soon as you kind of uh, build out your character to like the S tier specs or whatever. If that's how the game ends up going, I think it'd be really cool. I think it would be. It's gonna kind of suck if. If I'm messing everything up right now in early game, yeah. and it just completely nah, nah, demolishes me in the future, that, it's not that at all. With like a Souls okay. like, like honestly, my first Soulsborne title, like I was like specking a lot of like different stats. It, it it didn't really matter as much. Like I didn't even like go for super optimal builds, right? It's like yeah, I'm yeah. just going all around, and yeah, okay. Like, so I've just been I, upping I, my damage and health, so hopefully that gets me pretty far. Same, same. <laughs> That's, uh, I should probably up my carrying weight a little bit and my magic damage, but I think that that's all I really need to 
deal with. Actually, maybe, depending maybe. on like your builds, you probably want to build up your poise. Because like if you're going for like a nice little tank build, right? Where like enemies that do like you know the small swings, right? You actually don't like take so much damage, but also you don't get knocked back. Like you want you want like focus like your builds around kind of the role you want yourself to play. Because like honestly, stamina is a big part of like every Soulsborne title. You need you need to dodge, you need to attack, you need to block actually. And like it's super important to know oh like what you really want to do. Like because you're good because if you're doing like a great sword build, that's gonna like really eat up your stamina, right? And you have less like stuff to roll, which is why like like sometimes like uh typically it's like you attack twice and then, and then like get ready to roll or attack once and get ready to roll twice yeah okay. that's the exact problem i'm kind of having with my dual swords is yeah like if i do uh, right bumper that's only my right sword if i do left bumper that's basically both swords both swords at once if i do right trigger that's like a like a stronger move i can hold to like wind up and then my left trigger is i think some kind of special move um but i found using like maybe like one single hit and then another double hit and then just trying to roll away is probably the uh best i can do <laughs> i don't blame you uh but like really the main thing like yeah, i know you were talking about magic earlier but magic in the soulsborne tiles range from like really strong to pretty actually pretty balanced honestly like soul like dark souls 2 magic was probably as strongest is though like i might be wrong it's been a while since i played ds2 but magic tip is typically just balanced enough though there are a couple stinkers hmm. uh, i'm not gonna see which ones i don't want to ruin the experience <laughs> <laughs> because, Guys, I want you to make some wrong decisions. <laughs> Maybe and, after uh, today, I'll actually be able to beat the first boss, or I'll stuck, get stuck on it, give up for a year, and come back to find out it's easy. Yeah. Um, and as we uh, close up here, I just want to mention, like, I'm kind of excited to explore the world. It seems like every section is kind of a new area. I have kind of bled into some other areas that the enemies just one hit kill me no matter what. And I barely do a sliver amount of damage, so I just get out of there pretty quickly. But <laughs> I've actually exposed most of the map already, but I don't. F I, I it's weird because I've I've kind of traveled a little bit everywhere, but I don't actually think I've actually traversed. It doesn't feel like I've actually gone anywhere. I've just kind of collected the maps, see how far I went until I died, and then rinse and repeat. Just whatever, see what happens. Yeah, and since the world is so like uh, vertically scaled, it's it's kind of interesting. Today, I tried to get into the castle, tried to find the location to get into that castle, um, and that eventually brought me to the first like major boss. And just trying to figure out how to get up there was kind of interesting because uh, they right before the castle, it's like a you can take either the right side or the left side. I took the right side, went on a totally different adventure. And then, uh, and then later had got level 19, went up to the castle. Oh yeah, there's the major boss that I didn't know about. <laughs> Thank you for joining us in discussing our impressions of the first few hours of Elden Ring. We'd love it if you could follow us on Twitter and listen to future episodes on Spotify and iTunes. Join our community Discord server to continue today's discussion. 
and we'll see you next time on the Switch Clicks podcast.